All right, we have some major announcements, some big news out of Google. They've released some new image generators, a bunch of new tools. There's a whole bunch happening with Google and AI. So today we're gonna break it all down. But I wanna kick this over to Connor first because I know you've been testing it out and you have a controversial take on the Google image generator. What are you seeing here? Jaden, what is, I mean, help me on this. What is happening with Google? Is it just me? Because uh, you know, again, everybody's sort of crowing about this news, especially like this whole like, oh, Gemini Pro update. And everybody's talking about like, you know, the uh, image generator and everybody's talking about like, you know, uh, image FX and, uh, and everybody's talking about uh, like the new music generator and all that kind of stuff. It's all all over the news. Everybody's like, Google is like now crushing it. And I have seen some of these like sort of, you know, the tests that say Gemini Pro is uh, catching up to GPT-4. I mean, again, good, great. GPT-4 came out 15 years ago. But here's the other thing about it, Jaden, right? Like I, I got on there and and I was, I'm like, you know what? Let me just kind of like test these things out again. So first thing I did was the image generator, in fairness, when I first saw it, I'm like, actually, this is pretty good because I haven't used Dolly in, I don't know, two or three weeks. I just haven't had, you know, I've been using mid-journey and things like that. So I went over... So I was really impressed with the Google image generator in terms of like, it came back immediately with a kind of a photorealistic person. And I was asking it to kind of create a sign saying this, right? That's the big test, right, Jane? Like, can it can it spell or not? It, yeah. it did a good job. But then I'm like, wait a minute, let me benchmark this. Went over to Dolly and Dolly's there too. I'm like, okay, so that's not, sorry, it's not that impressive. Great that Google Bard now finally has an image generator in their thing, which everybody, my gosh, Microsoft Bing has had this for months, months they've had this, you know? And I mean, obviously ChatGPT has had it for a long time. So the fact that it's just coming out, cannot get that impressed with it. The, uh, you know, and then the music stuff, I'd love to hear your take on on all that, on how music stuff works. I, I hadn't really used music stuff very much. So I tried it, uh, you know, it was actually pretty good, but again, benchmarking a little bit kind of sounds like everything else. I'm not a huge music guy, so I couldn't really tell, but Jaden, the stuff about like um, Gemini Pro and everything like that. So I started asking it some standard kind of benchmark questions that I usually ask. Yeah. Give me like the top news uh, in AI that's come out recently. And sometimes I say the top juicy news. Okay. Tell me tell me where I'm going wrong on this, Jaden. Like uh, if if you've used this or where what you're experiencing it, half the time Bard comes back and says, I don't know, I'm not connected to the internet. I can give you stuff up to January, January 2023, right? And then sometimes, it, but then I'll be like, okay, well, what's the weather in New York right now? It'll give me that. I'm like, why did you give me that? It's like, because that was critical information that you needed to know right now. I'm like, how do you define critical? And it's like, well, if it's really important to the query, I'm like, okay, so weather is, but said, can you tell me why you didn't give me AI news? It's like, well, because uh, we were to like violate our terms. I was like, is that because I said juicy? It's like, maybe. I'm like, well, what if I take out this? It's like, okay, try that. So I tried it and it gave me still like, yeah, sure. Here's what's coming out. Like, you know, uh, the first llama, came, I mean, stuff that came out, you know, again, like a year ago, I didn't, I, not only can I not get it working, this is anecdotal, but it's an anecdotal show and then I'll shut up. I promised. But when I test drive Bard, the answers are just not good. And so when I saw this announcement, I'm like, finally, I would love to use Bard, but if it's not gonna be connected to the internet, what are we doing? Yep. Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, I know you say anecdotal. I think your experience is really good to give context to what I want to go into, uh, which is that the stock market 100% agrees with you. This isn't just <laughs> Connor's opinion that Google is floundering here. Um, Google's stock over the last five days, but really this just this happened after kind of these big AI announcements. Usually you want to see a... Here's, what, here's what's happened now. When you have a bubble or a hype, whatever you want to call it, which we have with AI right now, 
people try to capitalize this and they think like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna pump up our stock or whatever by releasing these new features. However, what I think a lot of them fail to realize is if you overpromise and underdeliver, you literally sabotage yourself. We saw this with PayPal over the week. They said like, we're gonna come up with an update that's gonna like blow the world's minds or whatever. They came up with like a, a handful of like minor AI features in PayPal and their stock like completely tanked and then they had to lay off like, you know, a thou thousands of people, whatever, right? Google, we're seeing the same thing. They come up with this big update. Everyone's really excited. Then they have the same experience as you where you test it out. And there's these issues with it. Google stock is down five, seven and a half percent. This is absolutely, this is not good. This is over the last five days, but really is after the, the big thing. Um, this is not good. When you have a trillion dollar company that's down seven and a half percent, that is really bad. And so you're like, okay, well, maybe it's just bad on the markets. Like, Let's talk about some like, like, you know, competitors. Okay, well, Amazon, who, you know, is maybe not as in the focus for AI is um, up 7.5%. So like Amazon's absolutely ripping. We have, um, we have of course, Microsoft, who a lot of people are talking about, uh, you know, is, is being the, the one that's really winning here because they've tied themselves to OpenAI. Microsoft over the last five days is up 1.6%. So like they're cruising. They're not, they're not suffering from all of this. And then if you want to talk about companies like Meta, and I know we've already discussed this, it's it's not 100% related um, because Meta, they just cut a bunch of staff and so their shares are doing well and stuff. But like Meta, I, I do feel like a lot of their value preservation of their stock is because they're so on the cutting edge in the forefront of AI. Everyone's talking about them, even though they're not the big consumer app, they're like one of the top three best AI models that exist, which means that they can attract the best talent. Their company is... Like in a very, very, and they're like all open source about it, which people think is really cool. gives them a lot of goodwill. Meta is in a very, very positive spot because of what they're doing, in my opinion, due to AI. Like this is really what's making them a sexy company. They are up 21% in the last five days. Again, when you have these massive, you know, $100 billion, trillion dollar companies, and you're seeing a swing like 21%, that is unheard of. Like that is insane. And then you see a company like Google, you never want to see Google dropping seven and a half percent. That does not look good. And I think all of this to say the stock market agrees that Google seems to be floundering right now. Microsoft is seeing a steady growth. I mean, they're a massive company. Uh, one and one and a half percent growth over the last Huge. couple of days for Microsoft. Like Huge. that's fantastic. Um, but seven and a half percent drop not looking good for Google. I, I can't get my head around it. And I mean, like, listen, Jaden, you and I have been saying this for a year, right? It's like, okay, but just watch out because here comes Google. Here comes Google. When are they coming? Again, I will never bet against Google. Never. But honestly, like, look, I'm like reading, like you and I, the, the way you keep up with news is, right, we do it the same way. Like, it's the information. It's TechCrunch. It's The Verge. All these kinds of things, right? And then you kind of see these things in newsletters. Quick plug. I have a new newsletter, AI Applied. Uh, I'm sorry, AI Mindset Newsletter. Everybody sign up at ConnorGrand.com. But anyway, like on these leaders, everybody's screaming about Google, right? And so I'm clicking on the links sheet and the links for how Gemini Pro is, they're all going back to December 6th or whatever, right? I mean, this is not news. It's like announcing when, Gem when Google announced Gemini Pro. We are now in February. Like the fact that like nobody can show what Google's uh, Gemini Pro is doing now is crazy. Meanwhile, Meta, to contrast that in the way that you're contrasting, which I love. Okay, in fairness, yes, Meta stock blasted up because they spent a ton of money on cutting people and you know and they lost like 16 billion on their metaverse last year and they're sort of pivoting away but every update that meta does is unbelievably impressive and when they yeah. do that and they have like this you know these sort of like very quiet 
big updates. And then the news kind of gets leaked, you know, that Mistral was sort of like built off Meta's open source. Like, and Mistral is like huge. And when we talk about like what Google's trying to put out, it's like, well, we're going to have these tiny, uh, what's it called? Nano or something like that. I can't remember. Like, but you know, we're going to, these are going to be able to fit on your phone. It's like, dude, everybody's already doing that. I mean, and they're doing it better. And if Mistral's open source and they're creating something that's at the level of GPT-4 and they built on Meta, that makes Meta look even better. Anyway, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get what sort of like Google's doing. And I especially, and let's just talk AI applied for a second. We always say like, look, try out the different models, right? We know that ChatGPT is fantastic. We know that perplexity has gotten a lot of buzz now. Uh, I like to say it's because I've been trying it, but it's maybe, maybe because Jeff Bezos uh, got more involved. But here's the thing, right? Like those are tools that are just really strong. Microsoft's Bing or Copilot, whatever you want to call it, is good. Anthropic, Claude, okay, they just introduced dark mode. I don't know that that's like a huge, a huge deal. But Claude is still like really good. Cohere, all these things are good. Pi, even Pi, which I don't love, but Pi is good. If Google, Jaden, when I try it out, it's all over the place. I don't know what your take on that is. Yeah, I think the reason why Google's suffering right now is it's this massive company that should have the talent, it should have the resources, and they're delivering a product, but it's like it really does not look good when a smaller startup like OpenAI um, is out competing them. And then you're like, well, maybe it's just they have lightning in a bottle. OpenAI's got this like magic touch. It's like, yeah, but like Meta's a big company and Meta's crushing it. Like their models are you know, their, their models are doing great and they're all over the place. And like, yeah, like you said, Mistral is, is uh, training with them and stuff. So I think um, Google 100% should be capable. Google should have, be able to get the talent. They should have the resources, they should have the funding uh, to make really incredible products. And uh, it doesn't look good when they're struggling to keep up. They're not even like, like usually when you see these big tech advancements, it's like there's a front runner company They'll get jump started. Like Google should be able to pass them and like release something a little bit better. And then OpenAI right. should be able to release right. something a little bit better. And like it should, you should see a little bit of this back and forth. And if nothing else, it should be like once a year, Google can leapfrog them for a little bit, which they tried to do with their Gemini release. They tried to say, oh, we're a little bit better than GPT-4 on like a couple things, but their data was like so flawed, so cherry picked. Everyone tore it apart and said, no, Google, like you literally aren't better than GPT-4. And that is a... That, that's essentially the problem. It's a really, really bad look when they can't even catch up to GPT-4, which was released a year ago. We're about to get, I don't know when, but GPT-5 is coming. I would, you know, I'd put money down. It's coming this year. We're already in February and uh, it's it's not looking good for Google. When that drops, Google could be long, long toast. And that's the thing, right? So like Google is, we're always going to have Google Workspace. We're going to have, they make phenomenal products, but in the AI space, I just, again, I'm shocked. I'll, I'll keep saying it. I won't bet against Google. But, you know, even with uh, was it Lumiere, like their new sort of like runway Pika competitor, right? Like, I mean, this is something that people were really buzzing about that is sort of like people are like, and I wrote about this in the AI Mindset newsletter, which is, um, hey, listen, you know, this thing is supposed to be transformational. It's supposed to sort of put together, uh, you know, a video in a, in a different way. So it's not like image, image, image. It's and, and I don't know the tech behind it. But so it's supposed to look better than Runway and people are doing side by side with Runway and Pika. And they're like, oh my gosh, Google Lumiere is so much better. But, but Jaden, there's no way to demo it. You can't test it because it's like Google's own little demos and you can do anything in that. They could have tested a hundred thousand ones and picked out the best ones. I just no longer trust Google demos. And I just can't believe I'm saying that again, as a huge Google user, 
It's just weird. So even in that product, they announce it. This is what irritates me because OpenAI, Meta, Mistral, like all these other places are just drop things. They don't even announce them. They just drop into everybody's like, whoa, Google is like, check out Lumiere and, and it's not available. It's just like something that they've done behind the scenes. I don't know if you've sort of seen anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely very frustrating. I, I do have a question for you. Have you actually tried any of the Meta Llama models? I no, I haven't. I haven't. I'm dying to do it. I don't know if you can do it in Perplex. I don't think Perplexity has it. Perplexity has Mistrals, I think, but I don't think they have llamas. Uh, I mean, I know you can. Like, there's sandboxes where you can try, but I haven't. Have you? No, like that's the other thing. I'll sit here and talk about how Meta's so great all the time, but like to be honest, I haven't actually use them i know like you can get the open source and you can run it and but like for like the average person the average no code person i don't think it's very accessible so i wonder if meta is getting a little bit of grace because they're making it a little harder to test and use so whereas google will release it for everyone to use and then you can see the the big things now the one thing that i will say is that meta with their current strategy people are going to give them a lot of leeway because they're like well, it's open source like anyone can use it we're giving it for free where google's like we're a product, closed source, this is yep. us. And then they release it and you test it and it's not that good. And you're like, eh, well, if, if that's like, if you are just the exact same as OpenAI, but worse, I'm just gonna go with OpenAI. Whereas with Meta, I'm like, well, they're open source. So like, you're giving it away for free. That's cool. I'll give them some yep. leeway. But uh, Google's not getting any of that goodwill. So I d maybe there's a little bit of that in there. So uh, before I talk up Meta too much, I will, you know, put in that. No, caveat. but Jane, you, but you've, you've mentioned this before and I really like your point on this, which is like, Goodwill with developers goes a really long way because the people who test these things and drive these things and where we all learn about it is on Twitter and the things that go viral, those tend to be developers. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so yeah. they can sort of like pick out the demo that they want to use. And so you're right. I have heard that Llama is pretty good. Um, again, if Mistral is building on that, that's pretty good. I have seen, I think it's Ethan Malik uh, has tested. I really trust uh, his perspective on yeah. that kind of stuff. But, you know, and I get that with Google, Google's out there, but like, so is like, Hi, and so is Claude, and so is Coke. Right. Everybody else is out there too, and I just don't get it. Like Google doesn't have to seem to have a good take on this. I mean, even Bing at least has a personality. Like I just don't know. I'm having a hard time figuring out when to use Bard these days because it's just so unpredictable. And it just even like in the AI generated space when you do Google search. I don't know if you saw this the other day. You do a Google search and it gives you like the AI generated thing if you have if you have that right at the top. It doesn't even pull mm -hmm. to the top Google results. And Google's big sort of, you know, I mean, their best IP in a way is like their search engine's uh, way of ranking things, right? And so if they're not even going to incorporate that, I just did this big thing at a big conference uh, talking about um, SEO and how that's all going to work kind of going forward, which is a fascinating conversation, I think. But even with that, like if Google isn't is kind of like almost pulling in at random and not even using their top search results, I don't even know what they're what what are they even like leveraging in terms of their own value? I just don't get it. They have everybody's eyeballs. Use them better. Yeah. Okay. One other thing I want to bring up here because you brought it up first is the SEO aspect of it. And and again, anecdotally, I don't know any long term studies on this. I and my wife have both been noticing we'll be searching for things recently. And some of the top results on Google, I'll click on it, and it's one of these like AI generated like articles. Now, yeah, I'm and I'm not even mad at like the person, and they're like kind of low quality. They don't really give me the response. I'm not even mad at the person that does it because, as everyone knows that listens to this, I've experimented with these same tools I've built in myself as well. My like thesis on this isn't just to create like unlimited spam in Google to like 
drown the results. But like what I literally do is we'll create a ton of articles. Whenever ones are ranking, I'll go get a person to go make these like incredible pieces of content. But with all algorithms, it's really hard to know what you're going to create that's going to rank. And so if I spent like $300 to get someone to make a, a web page about some topic that was really amazing and it never ranks, it just kind of would suck, especially when you're on a tight budget. So then an obvious strategy is when AI can do this and use a tool that can generate an article for like three cents, you create a hundred thousand of these things, then whatever ones are ranking, then you go spend the two or 300 bucks to make this a high quality piece of content. I know some people won't like that strategy, but like it's the economically viable strategy for businesses that are bootstrapped and don't have a lot of money. So sorry, that's just what the world's gonna happen. Anyways, my point being is recently I've been on Google a ton and I'm getting I'm like one of the results with that. And I'm like, ah, they got me, right? Whatever, backspace. And I go find like a result that seems like it was actually created one of the two or $300 results, right? But um, I think Google is in trouble on multiple fronts. If they can't get this AI right, their search results are very quickly getting drowned out with like hundreds of thousands and billions of these AI generated pieces of content. So it feels like the quality of their regular search is diminishing and they're not catching up on the AI. I think they're in trouble. If they just replaced, if they just became perplexity, sure, cool. And honestly, maybe there's a play they just need to buy a perplexity because otherwise, like they they might suffer. I don't know why perplexity seems to be doing so much better than them. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that there's multiple fronts here that Google is uh, suffering from. Doesn't mean they can't pull out of it. Like you said, never bet against Google, but it's definitely a little disconcerting when this was kind of one of the big AI champions, and it does not feel like they're. Yeah, it feels like they were Goliath, but they're performing like much That's, below what they were capable of. It's it's a funny thing you bring up. Yeah, and just to sort of close this out on that too, is like, and and even, I mean, the revenue model, like it's ads, and as we know, right? I mean, like that's going to get crushed. Like, so you'd think that if that was going to get crushed, they'd put all their energy into doing this right. I'm sure they are. I don't know. I'm confused. It's, it's, this is all for another day, I guess. All right, well, thank you so much to everyone that tuned into the podcast today. Um, if you appreciated the co- uh, podcast, if you learned anything, if you got some good value on it, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. It means the world to us, and we'll continue to make these as long as you all give us a review. So hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time.